This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, sliceonbroadway.com. And listeners like you, support this show at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at sidekickmediaservices.com. Time to get geeky, get awesome. It is the Awesome Cast 473. And I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron Twitter here in the Beachview uh, Studio, Sorgatron Media. It's cold, it's snowy, it's, uh, it's, we're just, we're just making sure all the heaters work. <laughs> we're like, where are our cozy holes that we can just hide in and watch Star Wars and Baby Yoda? Uh, with me, also keeping warm. Speaking of Star Wars, he's, he's decking his halls with a Darth Vader vest over there. I'm sorry. Nothing sweater. says warm and Christmas like Darth Vader That's wearing right. a scarf. That's right. It's, it's the dark side. Mary. It's the dark side of Pittsburgh because it's a uh, uh, sundown at 430. Ugh. So, <laughs> I know I know you're the night shift Ugh. guy, so you, you see even less of the sun, if any. So oh, that's awful. I, I really hate when it gets dark like this. That's that's my number one grievance about winter is the absolute darkness and how it just isn't light out at yeah, all. And even yeah. when it is light out, it doesn't feel light. It's just like you're just here and yeah. you just have the lights and and it is. Can you imagine is. Alaska where they have like months? Can't imagine of darkness. Can't yeah. imagine. This is definitely an emotional tool. But anyways, we're hoping. Hopefully, we can brighten things up for you here on the Awesome Cast. Please go check out awesomecast.com where you can uh, subscribe and uh, find past episodes, and you can tune in to last week's episode where um, going into Thanksgiving we had a uh, uh, mom sork on the show. Uh, as well, we're talking about uh, her auto catting days, and well, she's still auto catting and drafting and things like that. And we talked about a lot of stuff there. Uh, it was a really good conversation we had. Uh, so go check that out on the last episode. And of course, you can hit us up on the email awesomecast at sorgatronmedia dot com. Tweet us at awesomecast, awesomecast on the Facebook page and group. And the group has a lot of great conversation, including stories that we do tend to include the show in the show. A little light this week because well, it's the holiday weekend. The news is Black Friday mostly, and whether it's good, it sucks, or indifferent. Uh, but <laughs> so we found a few things that we scraped up for conversation here today. And uh, you can also ask your Google Home and your Google Music podcast, uh, Amazon Echo, Siri HomePod, uh, to um, yeah, listen to the podcast. I just actually started doing the Google Home thing uh, at home for reasons we'll talk about in a moment. Uh, and, of course, we're live here every Tuesday uh, on Facebook Live at 7 p.m. Eastern. And if you're catching us later on one of uh, our other outlets or you have uh, some comments or just want to tell us uh, what we got wrong on this episode, please tweet us at AwesomeCast with the hashtag AC473. And thank you to our audio partners, our friends at the405media.com that are carrying us on their live stream every uh, weekday at noon Eastern time, I do believe. And, of course, uh, post-industrial audio uh postindustrial.com that's sharing a lot of the great pittsburgh podcasts including us thank you for sharing that with the people um and also thank you to our patreon supporters uh, definitely helping to push the show our friends at patreon.com slash awesome cast at the coffee club five dollar matt weller john diggy Degore, and john carmen at the fan of the show dollar level our longest running patreon supporter michael fedor and 
pghmuseums.org as well, supporting the show. Love it. Go check out that PGH Museums. And we talked about that about a month ago on the show, didn't we? We did, yeah. And and things are going pretty pretty good over there. Hey, let's touch base on that. How is PGH Museums going a, 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 a month later? It's good, yeah. So we, we have a few more members, and we have uh, we just added. Well, we will. I have to send out the form, but mm-hmm. uh, Ketchup City Creative is going to be joining our affiliation program. So okay. that's great. So another. Do they affiliate. make things with ketchup? They don't. No, it's Damn actually it. it's a gallery. It's a really cool okay. space out in at uh, out in All, Sharpsburg. Also cool. Yeah, I, I I met the owner out in Etna, so That's why it's, that's where this, this picture. This is awesome picture of me with like these teddy bears. Oh, and is that where that came from? That's where from? that came from from this coffee shop out in Etna when I was meeting. Uh, the owner from uh, Ketchup City Creative. But yeah, so it's going. We we came up with a, an awesome video from Kennywood. I don't know if you saw that about the holiday lights, which was really, really cool. And I actually got to t- talk with Nick Paradise, who runs their PR and social media there. And we took some awesome footage of people actually setting up the display. So if you're on your way to Kennywood, you can watch that video and kind of see That's where this picture is. This awesome picture goes into preparing for the holiday lights display. Uh, and also, and we video also answer some, uh, some burning questions, one of which is how many light bulbs does it take to make that and make Kennywood a Christmas paradise. How many extension cords? How long or mm-hmm. how long the extension cords go to make that Special, all happen? G- good high weather, uh, uh, you know, winter, you know, dealing. Yeah, you know. So that's a lot of the stuff that you can expect from us going forward. We're going to be rolling off in December, uh, mid to late December, an artist interview, and it's going to come out every other week. We're mm-hmm. going to call it the P- PGH Art Talk. And so that's coming. We are also going to be coming out with more of those behind-the-scenes stuff. That's going to probably come out more in 2020. So, yeah, lots of good stuff coming. And uh, the calendar is awesome. I I posted a picture recently of the calendar where there were seven things you could do on a Thursday night. And I said, don't come to us and tell us you're bored because that's that's great. How many times can you find a calendar, even like with with, uh, the major media markets with that many options on it? So. Awesome. Yeah. Great stuff happening there. The party looked like it was great. Yeah, the uh, party was fun. Yeah, so go check out pghmuseums.org. So let's get into our awesome things of the week. Um, so I, my awesome thing is kind of internet. Uh, <laughs> I has <laughs> He's it. joined the, I has the 21st it. century. Just a recap, and I've mentioned this several times on the show, of course, but um, I, uh, I, I had managed to um, – I, I disconnected the internet when we moved up here to the studio uh, some two and a half years ago because I was like, well, I don't need a lot of internet there. We're basically going to be here all the time because we're building the business, and, and it's become kind of a thing. Well, you know, and it's been like – I almost got internet a couple months ago because I went like – to get some security cameras up because there's some weird stuff's happening in the neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, we've you know had the incidents before, you know, that I've had video of before with old, old bad neighbors that we've talked about. But um, and uh, there was actually even an incident where somebody did something really weird on my porch a few weeks ago. Uh, so if you follow me on my personal social media, you may have seen that. Um, and I'm like, well, if I had internet when I was going to sign up for it like two months ago we would have gotten them you know yeah. we would have gotten footage of them to to proceed um and it's not some mysterious thing that happened uh so no monday monday they got they installed um um and again you know everything was already run we had it before we went back to fios they have 100 100 up and down 100 uh, up 100 down 
which is um i mean I think we got 150 here and it's like half the price because it's not a business yeah account so it makes the difference um, crazy. you're like hey no i live here can i just have no okay uh so i so it, it sucks that i got paid for that but also i'm finding ways to slim down my uh, at&t wireless account so that'll kind of it'll end up a, a wash in the end i think we, we were living on our unlimited phones and everything but still like not being able to like just hook up an apple tv or yeah. my xbox so i took home the xbox one from the studio i took one of the google homes and we have another one in a box i'll still put somewhere in the house through the google home in the in the in the bathroom this morning um and set that up uh i was playing apple tv have the wise cam set up and i and i the cool thing with that is now i kind of have a connected home and found new features in google home while i was at it because as i was setting up and this is a kind of you know kind of layout here you can see all the devices and groups and if you guys are on the video side um so this is a circuitron me we got the tv chromecast i'll throw a chromecast my old chromecast on the tv at home um we have an office speaker and then we have a couple of security cameras so and then when we go home and this is going to expand of course it was like hey here's your wise cameras and then here is um my Xbox is now connected. I got to figure out what that does, but <laughs> it's connected to Google <laughs> Home somehow. Uh, so, which I didn't, it was kind of like, you know, you go in there and it's like, oh, hey, you want to sign in with your Xbox account and we'll connect that. Okay. Uh, hey, do you want to sign in with your Roku account? And it'll work with that too. So it's kind of expanding out and just stuff that I already have around. Like I know it's probably just seeing other apps on my phone is my guess and says, hey, I see you have this over here. Do you want to sign in for your account? And we can kind of, roll on mm-hmm. um but yeah so that was kind of the cool thing and 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 with that i was able to say hmm, google uh what would i what what was something like um show my front porch on my office tv and it pulled up on my office tv the camera of the front of my house yeah so which i can which i can do vice versa at home i can be like you know hey hmm, um you know uh uh show me show me the studio and it's going to pull up a security camera i can see and because sometimes i'll pull it up on my phone to be like hey is somebody there that you know missy's waiting for a meeting and i'm like well I'll wait till the meeting's done or something yeah. um and i can just kind of peek in and see what's going on so how many google homes do you have we have three two are connected okay one thing that I really enjoy, so like I, I have a lot of the Alexas and, and, and things like that, and, and I have a small ecosystem. I don't have the cameras. I, I was going to, but now that I'm moving to a complex, I don't mm-hmm. think it, it makes much no, sense. No, 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 no. But uh, one thing that I really do, the, 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 the three things that I use the most is with the, the Echo Cube, I like to be able to turn my TV on and everything without mm-hmm. actually touching the remote. This is all one thing. It's a TV device, right? It is, yeah. So it connects through the HDMI, but you can turn the TV on. You can actually raise and lower the volume with the TV. You can really connect to anything with it. Uh, you can open up apps. So I use that, but I also use the the lights on and off in my bedroom, which is great, especially when you wintertime, whenever you wake up and it's pitch black and you can just have the lights turn on from the voice. Mm-hmm. It makes it easier to get out of bed. But the other thing that I really use is because I have right now let me think. One, two, three. I have three, four Alexas in my small house. That's the A train. The A train. So we're yeah. not waking up everybody. Uh, that's else's. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have I have four of the A trains going, and they're all connected. So when I want to play music, or if I want to listen to a, a talk show or something, a podcast, it'll play on all speakers, and I can walk throughout the mm-hmm. house and seamlessly mm-hmm. listen to everything that's going on. And to me, that's like the greatest feature. That's 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 uh what what I would I would call house cleaning mode. It's a weird thing that I just yeah. want to mm. 
I, I, and it's never always matching, but it's like, I want to turn on the TV or radio in on every floor and they might not even be a match thing, but at least something is happening yeah. while I'm cleaning and something's going on. Um, so that's kind of been my thing. But now that you can do this and just say, hey, you know, turn on the group. We would do it here because we had the one here on the desk and one over there. Yeah. And we say, hey, play so-and-so in office. And it would play it across all the devices. It fills the room a bit more. Yeah. I don't think it's completely necessary for us in this not, not in this large room, this space, much, yeah. in, this, in this studio space. Um, but, you know, it was kind of a nice kind of experiment with that and see how that goes. But now I can do that and say, you know, play on, on homes, you know, home setup. And it's just going to fill the entire house with, you know, at least the two that we have. I'm sure I'll get some more devices in the near future. Um, I'm even, look, even looking to get some A-Train so we have that at home as well. Yeah. So, um, and they're like $22 right now. They even actually show, they are actually selling a mini version of the Echo Show for fifty bucks right now. Really? Yeah, on Amazon. Really? And I, and I don't think I want. I have a, if I get a screen, I think I want to get the Google Home. Okay. Like I want to get that. I want to get the Nest, but I also want to get a Ring doorbell. Mm-hmm. Unless there's a Google alternative that's that people would prefer. Um, I'm so open to suggestions. That there. opens up an interesting conversation. And since we have time to, to, to since there is no stories, we're going to have the longest awesome thing of the weeks ever. Yes. <laughs> uh, I was listening to uh, NPR, and they brought up an interesting point, and it's something that I. I've actually observed prior to this episode coming out, and it has to do with the ring cameras and the negative effects of it. Yes. So I think with the wise cameras, obviously you're, you're not going to have those same negative effects, but with the ring cameras, they have that community that is called uh, Neighbors, I believe it's called. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And basically you can go on and rat on people on social media, <laughs> and then everybody yes. gets up in an uproar mm-hmm. thinking that there's oh, just, just oh, villains just, just on like, every corner. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's adding a, a tool to your next door or your community Facebook groups, which I think both of us have had experiences um, in the negative in those, in those uh, uh, groups and positive too, to be fair. But unfortunately they do just turn into giant um, rant fests, I guess. Um, So yeah, no. So they just adds like ammunition to it. Well, this one lady had a situation where she had somebody doing something odd on her porch. Mm-hmm. And I guess the way they position these cameras with the rings in particular is it, it looks up at a person to make them look intimidating. So that way yes. you're more likely to share it and be up in arms and, and worried. I, just the nature of it. It's so, a doorbell. It's where the doorbell is. Sure. Right. But what she did is she posted it and it got spread all over the place in the community. And then here this guy was shot by the police because they were even worked up thinking that this guy is suspicious is guy? yeah and i think that's a concern I, I know somebody who is a comedian who just had literally the police took his picture and put it on social media as a suspicious person because he knocked on the wrong door mm-hmm. and they got his picture from the camera all he did is go on the wrong door and knock so now you're you're living in a world where you are almost afraid to to go visit somebody for the first time <laughs> because or, you could be. I mean, we've had issues where um, one of our good friends that was on the show when we were at the old studio that was in the basement of our house. Yeah, and what did I say? Whenever you came over, I was like, "Listen, this is the house. Um, go in the fence and come around to the back and go ahead through the back door in the basement." Yeah. So um, he did that, but he had the wrong street. Oh no! So I'm like, and this is like. This is like, you know, MMA tattooed guy <laughs> that's coming, yeah. knocking on some stranger's back window. And it was just like, oh, no, no, that's not cool. 
Um, so. Yeah, yeah, but I, I I worry about that with the the social media element. Like like so, you have your cameras, and that's a little bit different because you're not mm-hmm. online sharing them to the rest no, of each no, view. No, 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 no. I and, mean, if something happens, I'll be like, look at this thing that happened. Like when I had a confrontation yeah. on the front porch, something legitimate. Or not we somebody... had these these people taking the shredded paper we had aside. Yeah, that was so we, weird. Was so, yeah, it was. Well, you said we had we Missy got a shredder. Uh, uh, a paper shredder and we're like okay well we'll just hold on to it and then in the spring we can use it as mulch yeah so we just had these bags of paper just sitting on our porch and because we really didn't have anywhere else to put it at the time i wasn't saying you're weird i was saying and it was weird that somebody we, would yeah that, well, okay but that's weird like, i feel like people were like well, why was shredded paper on your porch i was like well yeah, this is the thing too but um yeah and somebody had taken all of those and there's probably like six to eight bags of them and they just like ripped them open in place <laughs> it just was a mess uh so so that was a thing but again like i would have had a camera and be like hey does anybody know who these kids uh, missy was like hey why do you keep saying it's kids i'm like because i don't want to believe it's anything but just you know kids being kids you know uh, what i mean because it, it seems so weird <laughs> compared to all the things that could have happened with what's on there you know it, it, it just that's my thought but again, you know, like other than that, but it takes a bit for me to do that. I can't go in the app and pull up the clip and then yeah. download that clip, record the clip, you know. It, like it's a whole process to do it. Um Well, not to get too dark, but it, and I don't think that it's going in this the, the objective isn't to go in this direction. I'm not accusing Amazon and Ring of being like super evil, but back in like Nazi Germany, that was the most effective tool that they used to finding people who they thought, you know, were Jews to mm-hmm. put them in concentration camps is they got their neighbors to rat on them. Mm-hmm. And we're living in a world now where, you know, with, with these cameras, especially with the social media element where people are calling out people and trying to like patrol their neighborhood in a way that that's almost like terrifying. Mm-hmm. Again, it's not mm-hmm. the same. They're not throwing people in concentration camps, but no, you know, you are like, like my one friend who was, on Facebook under a police department. It wasn't like it was just Joe Schmo sharing his picture. A police department shared his picture as a suspicious person because he knocked on the wrong door. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even going into the basement like you're talking about. It was someone's front door. He knocked on the wrong right. door right. and left. And right. now he's a suspect from the police. It's just, it's crazy. It's a suspicious and actually cause for suspicion, I guess, is other than, you know, I don't know who this person is at my door. It's like, well, I got people knocking on my door all the time trying to Things sell me happen. energy packages. Yeah. And then I had to yell at one because they wouldn't get off my property. Uh, oh, that's and I, crazy. And I, well, I was trying to leave. And I was like, you need to step off now because I'm not doing this right now. Um, my dad was once referred to as the white Satan by the Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> <laughs> they kept coming and coming and he threatened to call the police. Uh, get a no soliciting. Get a no soliciting yeah. sign. That's what I did. It says no soliciting. Don't make things weird. Yeah, <laughs> it, was the, it was the best one I could find on Amazon. I actually, Dave Greenwald of the Comic Book Pit podcast uh, suggested that, and he's like, "I did that; it was the greatest thing. I don't get anybody." I'm like, That's "Good." Great. I'm just like, I'm never home, and I just happened to be home, and happened to be walking out the walk up to the office when this guy walked up, and it was just like, "Dude," <laughs> you know. Yeah. I'm like, I'm do, yeah. Anyways, so um, I have internet, and that's cool. Also, it might also mean I'm not here nearly as late as I bring some homework with me, and can let my computer sit there and render the podcast and finish that off. So I'm looking forward to that kind of um, you know interconnectedness between locations, and I can just do the work and you know obviously fit the work I have to do here. You know, attach all the drives and the the nice computer and everything. But, mm-hmm. 
Raccoon? Oh, no. A raccoon would have done... There's no food. Everybody said raccoon. Uh, they think the raccoon is... <laughs> There's is, no uh, food. The way they shredded it. I know. This was... This is, this is somebody actively doing this. It had to have been. Especially what a weird thing to do. What a weird form of vandalism. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, somebody else uh, that very night had... um was home and had a uh their uh when was this again this is uh whenever i went to north carolina so it wasn't near like it halloween was, like, was three it three week three weeks ago it was like mid-november okay yeah i could see that as like a halloween oh thing yeah almost, yeah it seems know? like it yeah. yeah somebody no somebody had their um grill thrown off their porch oh, so that's serious uh, yeah that's a little more serious yeah. the charcoal box and all that stuff so anyways hey what is your awesome thing sir so my awesome thing is a bed, actually. Yay! Because so, you, um, you don't get enough sleep. I don't get enough sleep. First and of all. with this bed, you might be getting a little too much sleep. Mm-hmm. It is a bed that is set to protect people from earthquakes. And it's, it's a really interesting bed. It's, it's, really, it's raised up high. It's got like a, a big platform. And you understand why in a, in a small mattress. Yeah, we'll pull the footage up here in a moment. And in the event of an earthquake, the mattress will fold <laughs> in on itself and and then it, it, you'll be in that box that is the frame, and it'll seal shut to protect you from death during an earthquake. But what? it's not just <laughs> yeah, and it's it's crazy, and it's not just a secure it looks coffin like a for George you. George Jetson situation. It does, and it and it's like a coffin almost, but it's not. It it's crazy. Yeah, if you look at it again, you'll what? see it just folds right in. These CG recreations are really interesting too. So um, I guess there's a couple different versions of these. Yeah, it's just like put up, it just drops you in a box. Drops you in a box, and then it's sealed. If you look at it, it's a pretty sturdy box. And then below, <laughs> if you're looking at the video, there's supplies and rations to protect you until you're discovered. So there's so there's different versions of this. Yes, I see. Like like one has like there, like there's walls around you on the bed, and basically the ceiling drops on you. And then the other one is like again, it just turns. It's like you're in a. It's it's like you're in a. Um, oh, that's interesting. So they have security sensors to detect if you're like over the edge. It won't drop you down. Oh, so you're dead then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you, it won't like sever your head and drop that down. Well, a lot of these. I have... mean, it looks like a. It looks like a trap. It does. It looks like something that you would see in some sort of video game or something. Uh, they have different rations in there, water, there's different food items as well. My question is, is there liquor? Because are you going to be <laughs> wanna stuck, are you gonna want to be stuck in a box for who knows how many days how without How are you going to go to the bathroom? That's a good point, too. Uh-huh. My thing is, 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 here's the question, really, to think about. Do you want to survive? Being stuck in a box for days, is that worth surviving an earthquake? Or, do you, or, or are you just kind of like... Take me now. I'm done. No, these are all and these are all CG. If you guys are not here, these are like CG recreations of what these books beds would be. I, I presume this is kind of a concept. The company says it's uh, ready to sell you one of these beds. Dot dot dot. It's one of those uh, for about three grand. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. they're a Chinese. It's a Chinese invention. I couldn't. I couldn't tell by the the uh, animations on here. Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 from China. I, I actually, I, in some ways, though, I think this could be really beneficial in certain areas. I, I look at like California, for example. They have so many different earthquakes and things like that. Mm-hmm. Hell, Pennsylvania. If we keep fracking, we might need these too. Mm. So, not to get political <laughs> <laughs> or environmental. Yeah, environment. Well, you know, environmental science too. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, but yeah, I do. I, I I think this is interesting. I just don't know if I would, depending on how quick the response time is, 
I imagine if I'm in a massive earthquake, they're gonna, it's going to be a while before they get to me. Yeah, right? yeah. But at least you have a chance, right? You're not. Cr- but do you want not- a chance? Like, uh, I don't know. I'm a little claustrophobic. I don't know if I'd yeah, want to be living yeah, in a box yeah, like yeah. that and eating military rations because I'm sure that's what they have or canned uh, food because. Our, free, our friend Steve from the uh, uh, Bold Pittsburgh Sports Podcast says, I kind of wanted one for years, but I have a fear of being buried alive. Uh, and basically, that's what would happen, because if a building's falling down around you, you're going to be underneath yeah, all yeah. the rubble. Yeah, it's just like you're, you're not crushed. It is, it is essentially a, co- a coffin, Yeah, is what it is. So, uh, Dave Ponders of Tiny Shutter Podcast says, it looks like some uh, someone would uh, do in the 80s against bombs, other than, you know, hide under the chair. Oh yeah, that 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 actually that would be interesting. I could see actually that's what these people need to do. The the Chinese inventor, if he really wants <laughs> to make a profit, then he needs to modify these for doomsday preppers. Mm-hmm. Radiation fallout. Put it in a bomb shelter. That way, you know, if the shelter gets breached, then you just fall into the bed. That is really a key market, especially in the United States, rural America. My goodness, people will be buying these things left and right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, uh, uh, Steve also says to you, living is always the key. I'll take smelling and doing what I have to to survive. I'll never toss in the game. <laughs> I'm tossing He's a survivalist. In. I'm not. <laughs> he's like, it's not worth it. I'm done. I'm done. Nope. Nope. Crush me. Crush me. However, if there was a light in there and... Can I get my Netflix? Is there... <laughs> you know what? That's actually a good point. So if I could get no, no, the, the, you, you, you raise a good point, Sorg. If I, if I can get the amenities, right? If I could, if I can have my alcohol, if there's a little light in there, I could watch Netflix. Can I also get Disney Plus because I'm really into the Mandalorian show right now? If I can get mm-hmm. that, okay. Mm-hmm. If I can get all of those, sign me up. Can I go into it now? Just escape from everybody, <laughs> just... hide in there, and pretend I'm dying and wait for someone to come find me. I'm a technology vampire. Uh, I call it a tactical bed and it will sell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. Uh, you're going to see one of these in a, as a, uh, as a, uh, oh, what was it? I was just playing Call of Duty and it came back to me. Um, when you, when you have like the modifiers where you can like do the, 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 the bomb drops and everything and the drones uh, while you're, while you're shooting things up. Which is this again? Call of Duty. Oh, okay. So I, I know, I know video games. Score streaks, I guess. Like the score streak is one of these beds just drops and you get into it and wait until the thing's over. That's so. cool. This actually could be useful in like an apartment too. And looking at the, the fact that there's different styles, you could actually almost set this up like a, a Murphy bed up against the wall. Steve is with you on the booze part though. Yes, absolutely. Right. I, I, I well, you guys can find some common ground. Uh, Slice, hey, you know what else? Some common ground. You know what should be in there? <laughs> Do I got Slice and Broadway in my bomb shoulder bed? That's the question of the That's night. A good point. Do I have? Do they deliver to do that? They, will they deliver? <laughs> well, listen, Slice. I know that we've given you some really good <laughs> ideas over the years, including, um, including the uh, drone pizza delivery for our friends in Seattle and California um and uh and, and things like that um and also we're sorry for that thing about kicking your door down um it, we were excited uh, but but i'm saying there's this tactical bed thing happening because we just branded that and 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 when the earthquake happens you gotta say where's my earthquake pizza where's the perfect pepperoni pizza for pittsburgh podcasting and doomsday prep uh <laughs> well it's like that commercial for that sub if you remember where where people were trying to stop the fire and they don't call the fire department, they don't call the police, they call the sub company, I'll be there buried under an earthquake 
and somebody, you know, so I'll have like some sort of walkie or something because like like this or this whole bed That's is right. like really right. souped up in technology. And somebody would be like, "Oh, call the call the fire department." I said, "No, I'm calling Slice. I need someone here now. I need someone I can depend on. Awesome. Someone who will drive through the rubble. Someone who will walk over fallen debris. Someone who will put their life on the line to bring me the perfect pepperoni slice. And no one else can do that but Slice on Broadway. Slice on Broadway. Go check them out. SliceonBroadway.com in Beachview, Carnegie, PA, the East End." of pittsburgh and pnc park the now dormant pnc park you know it's not dormant because uh the aquaman's shooting a movie over there oh, really? uh, last i knew so <laughs> home of the pittsburgh pirates uh so go check them out slice on broadway.com also want to give a shout to our friend chachi uh he's doing a lot of stuff over there on the thousand and one games journey the game journey.com he's up to dragon quest dragon warrior depending on what country you're in he's hitting some tecmo super bowl he's on the nintendo's tetris he's doing reviews he's trying to hit a thousand and one games from this book that has plagued him for so many years kid icarus california games i wonder if earthquake beds are a part of that game mario 3 all the classics relive them along with chachi and break out your own emulator too Ooh. uh go check out the gamesjourney.com shouting out see what's going on with him lately he's been really really getting into that so i am going to we'll, we'll hold on to that bit because i know we did have a little submission but i did not really i just got it before the show so we didn't go deep into it hey snap crap let me tell you about Snap. Oh, I've seen this. You've seen this. Yes. Okay. Oh, this is hilarious. So we had, I believe, I believe this was being told to me by uh, one of our compatriots on the uh, Dial It Down podcast that we were um, uh, filming our episode of last week. Um, and uh, Snapcrap is an app that invites San Francisco residents to report poop on the city streets. Yeah. So this is actually really important. I don't know if it you've is, seen this. Is. The story is based on. Mm-hmm. On what's going on in San Francisco? What's going on? Enlighten us. What is going on in San Francisco? So actually, it's there. People are there, there's a, a huge homelessness problem mm-hmm. in in San Francisco right now, and people are openly defecating. And a lot of us know about it because a lot of us listen to tech podcasts in California. <laughs> so yeah. they talk about. I know a lot about what happens in California. Yes. So. Yeah. So they're they're defecating. There's also a lot of needles that that can be found. Uh, people are. Like in preschools, people are teaching their kids to watch out for dirty needles because are, they're are the, just everywhere. Are, are the needles in the poop? I don't know that they're together. Is this? Is this is but there was one report from a local newscaster in San Francisco where the guy literally dropped his pants and took a dump in the middle of the street right mm-hmm. in front of the cameraman. Like, it, there's just mm-hmm. no shame in mm-hmm. some of the areas, and it's not. Apparently, it's not every street, but there's like a certain part of the city that where it's really bad. Mm-hmm. And it's so bad that they had an expert on – I wish I had the article in front of me. Uh, they had an expert on who has studied impoverished areas, and really they said certain parts of San Francisco are worse than the worst third world like cities. Wow. It's bad. And this is where you know, people are being priced out there. Yeah. The, I mean it is really like the, the technological center of the, of the United States. And and this is the thing that's happening. But the app is Snapcrap. Oh, I hit the wrong thing. It's over here. Uh, yeah, it's Snapcrap. Take a picture of poop. I think this is like the PGH three one one app. But um, I'm playing some other video down here. Uh, so, <laughs> but it is like, hey, there's a problem here. Somebody clean up this poop. <laughs> so, and I'm sure the city. You know, this is such a big problem. The city has. Um, task for that man i'm looking at that logo someone's going to get sued for that yeah <laughs> it's, like, it's entirely it is entirely the snapchat uh theme to it 
It's a great idea, though. I mean, they really do need to do something to start addressing this. One of the problems is I, I know that they're... There's a lot of struggles as far as how to, to fix the problem. I know there's been a lot of controversy about the way that the city government is is planning to address it. What worries me, though, is what happened in Seattle, where they they have a similar problem. Uh, not so much. I haven't heard of any issues with open defecation, but they've had issues with with homelessness because of, of primarily Amazon that's moved in and, and mm-hmm. priced a lot of people out, and the city passed a tax to make big companies like Amazon pay a tax to help stop the homelessness crisis and find housing for people and things like that. And Amazon beat the tax. They were more powerful than the government. I guess they've since decided that they're going to help and do something because the public shaming was so bad. But it's crazy. Something needs to be done. And really, San Francisco, it's a shame. I I really have always wanted to visit San Francisco. And then after hearing these reports, I thought, well, maybe I'll wait a few years to see if they can clean it up first. I've been out there about, it was literally my first plane trip was to San Francisco visiting uh, some in-laws moved out there. And, um, and uh, it's, it's sorry, I'm trying to type bunker bombshell pizza to slice on Broadway right now (laughs) uh, because that came up from Amanda in the chat. Uh, But (laughs) yeah, and the homeless uh, problem was uh, uh, visible, very visible and uncomfortable. Portland, Portland was too. Um, and it, I understand it's only gotten worse since. And let's just so. also say that this city isn't that much better. If you remember, uh, we might be better as far as, as a problem. It might not be as big of a problem, but it still is a problem here. And if you remember, it was back, this was a, a few mayors ago, uh, back when Bob O'Connor was here. If you remember when we brought the all-star game to Pittsburgh, instead of solving the homeless problem, their solution was to literally huddle them up into internment camps so that way they wouldn't show up on national television. Mm-hmm. That's how we mm-hmm. handle our homeless here in Pittsburgh. So we're yeah. really no better. Yeah, no, no, absolutely not. It's so. it's really, it's sad. You know, it's, you get people, a lot of these homeless people are veterans because they have come and they're dealing with issues like post-traumatic stress disorder and things like that. And that's why they've mm-hmm. often made a decision to live on the streets. And instead of getting these people help, at least our solution in Pittsburgh was to huddle them into camps and keep them off camera. Mm-hmm. And that's really, mm-hmm. you know, disrespectful to the people. A lot of, like I said, a lot of these people were veterans and it's disrespectful for the service that they've done. Absolutely. There's still something we need to solve around here. Yeah. Um, turning it back around on this, uh, Everything, man, I, I don't have a good transition to anything we have on the lineup <laughs> here because everything just sounds like an, me being an asshole in comparison. I'm excited about the Black Friday. Black Friday. Nearly 40% of online Black Friday purchases were made with phones. You know, they only buy uh, a couple things on my Black Friday. And you know what I used to buy them? Your phone. An, an Xbox 360. Really? So that's an unusual option. I will poke at the the Black Friday deals on the Xbox Store. Uh, last last year, that's where I picked up like all the fighting games I've been meaning to play. Okay, it was the first year. I, I think it was the first year I had an Xbox One, and I got like uh, what Mortal Kombat ten, in uh, uh, um, Injustice two, uh, Marvel versus Capcom three, and I paid maybe twenty five bucks for the collect for all of them. This year, I only spent twelve dollars, and I picked up Final Fight the old beat em up because I really mm-hmm. like that game and I don't I have a really good Sega C D version that I can't play anywhere. Um what I get NBA GM on Fire Edition. I've been playing it on my phone. And um there was one more Strider. There was a remake of Strider they did uh, a few years ago apparently. It's like a side scroller but three D this kind of thing. Huh. So it's just you know just little like quick play games that like, you know, I love arcade games. 
and stuff that I can just jump into and not think about every once in a while. So, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did buy on on my phone for Black Friday. I bought a gift for my sister on Amazon. I bought puppy pads. <laughs> there you go. On my phone. Yeah. And, and I'll be honest. I think shopping online on the phone is easier mm-hmm. than shopping online on the computer. I do. I, and you know me, I'm more of a computer person than a phone person when it comes to, to a lot of things. But when it comes to online shopping, you can just scroll and it's much easier just to see things than to try to like move the mouse and tap the button or use that. It's just like it's just very intuitive to do it right from the phone. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's one of the reasons. It depends on what it is. Like with the Amazon, it's like, oh, I'm just going to pull up the barcode and there you go. Well, that's true um, too. Or even if I have to go to a Walmart, like I don't go into a Walmart looking for something because I, you know, with the traveling, it's like, okay, we need to run into this Walmart and get a thing we need for the shoot, right? Like tape or something. Yeah. Right? Uh, who knows? Or something for the DVD tape or something, something small. And it's like, okay, I don't know where they put the hardware aisle in this Walmart. You pull up the Walmart app and uh, Target does this too. And it's just like tape pulls up everything. You see the thing. You see they, they have all the aisles labeled now. And it's it's see, a, Target was like that years and years ago. Yeah, they did even. it first. Yeah, but Walmart perfected it. Oh, for did they? Sure, for sure. It's a lot more user friendly. Well, I mean, as far as maybe as far as a, as a consumer mm-hmm. goes, but as far mm-hmm. as an employee, I know when I worked at Target, they would tell you the aisle, but then it would tell you how many shelves down, how many shelves right, up, right, and then right. how many spaces over on the shelf. Yeah, so they really just was. kind of opened that up. To the users in the app, yeah, I'm like, hey, this is how we restock. Well, instead of having everybody wander around, why don't we just say, hey, K twenty two? But all you get is the aisle on targets. You mean on on? I think on both of them. Okay. So it's like, hey, I'm in K twenty two, but I'm looking for this tape. Where is it? 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 You know? <laughs> and you're spending like most of the time so still looking down, yeah, an entire side of an aisle looking for that small thing you're looking for. Yeah, see, right. that's a shame because they could make it more specific. At least I know with Target because I know when I worked there, and this was back, like, so what, I've been at my current job for five years, six, seven, eight, it was almost ten years ago when I worked at Target. And even then, I could scan any item in the store and it would tell me the aisle, how many shelves down, how many shelves up, how many spaces over. It was just – and then I could even then click a button to look and see the exact location at other stores in the region mm-hmm. as well. Which was really nice. It's always interesting because these uh, reports are also coming from Adobe Shopping Data. Huh. Adobe does a lot of data mining. Yeah, apparently. that's interesting. So there's like reports like this come from Adobe every once in a while. I wonder now. where they do that because I'm, I'm thinking like as far as using Adobe products, they don't really see what no, you're they're, using. No, they're just like there is somewhere where they're just mining data. Okay. Like this, um, yeah. and and polls and things like that. Thirty nine percent officially of online Black Friday purchases were made with smartphones. That's a jump from last year's thirty three percent. I'm surprised it's not higher, to be honest, because a lot of people do not own computers anymore. Mm-hmm. They just own phones and tablets because they really don't need one. Uh, my friend. Well, we we're saying smartphones. We're not oh, saying, saying grandma well. with a tablet. Okay. I mean, there's. I think if you start rolling that in. You're gonna. You look at the the. I mean, where do we put the line of computer, right? Well, technically, so, they're all computers, but right. it's not the 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 standard sit at home with the Versus mouse and keyboard or something like that. I just so. yeah, I feel like people with an actual like cause even even my grandparents they did they got mm-hmm. rid of the computer and went to the tablet because then they could sit in the living room with one another and mm-hmm. and use the tablet. We were so close. I was I I just kind of had this not that I usually do on Thanksgiving. But I had this like stand of like I will not be going into a Walmart or anything on Thanksgiving because I think good. You know, it, it, I don't think they should. Well, be the open. problem is um, then we needed to get a pie for dinner, 
and we yeah. ran into the Walmart. <laughs> I did not. I did not. <laughs> but my, my, my wife did. So, um, also, we had our Thanksgiving dinner with my immediate immediate family Tuesday <laughs> Tuesday afternoon mm-hmm. because um, they work with Walmart. So it's like, well, there goes your Thanksgiving, and that's always been it's always been an issue. Um, but uh, it, it's. So, so yeah, she went in and was it was amazing because I'm like, how was it in there? Because it was it was probably like four ish, maybe. So it wasn't like doorbuster time. Yeah, but like there was like a cop car outside. She's like, yeah, there's like three cops in there with guns. I guess they always wow. do. Yeah. Um, but there's also a table and they were trying to get me to take free coffee. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's nice. Should have taken so, the coffee. <laughs> I was like, should have brought me some coffee. Uh, but um, and it was also this is like moon, right? <laughs> you know, it's like going to be the. I don't know. Is it the more dangerous because it's all the soccer moms, or is it? Uh, I, I, you know, that's a good question because it's the worse? Black Friday time. It's yeah, not like a yeah, stereotypical. Yeah. It, it's like where where do where do the worst stories come from? And it's probably the suburbs, um, than the, the the worst neighborhoods. Um, but anyways, I tried to buy something on site for cyber Monday mm-hmm. and it was, uh, on this one website and they had this big banner at the top of the website, 25% off store wide. But then everything I looked at buying was excluded. I mm. gave up. I was, I ended up not buying anything. Right. Cause there, there, there's, you know, everything was excluded. I'm seeing reports like don't buy the black Friday Nintendo switch. It's the old version with like two hours less of battery. Well, that's good. That's what I need if it's cheap. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not going to play it enough to need the long battery. Wait, it wasn't really a deal. It was still yeah. like $300 worth of game. Okay. Which is just like, I think we've done this before. However, I saw a laptop while I was scrolling from Dell that had a 24-hour battery life. <laughs> what? <laughs> was That's it like it a Chromebook or something? No, but also, you got to nice. watch, man. And I remember this back in the day because I remember uh, there was... There was something I think I think my dad got a settlement or something and and like everybody got a TV we Black Friday you know everybody got a new computer and but they were all like the HPs like the HP pavilions that they had there and you could tell like like whenever you looked it up for service you can tell like and and, and somebody was just talking about like the laptops were like this too they're like the bare minimum Black Friday version when you get the deal yeah right they're just like oh everything's turned down there's not as much RAM you know you can tell like this was this one was pretty souped up though yeah it was, it yeah. was not a cheap computer it was like a um, over two thousand dollars I'm saying like, like Walmart's yeah you know? oh yeah it, yeah yeah it, 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 like, this is direct from Dell they on the have website. special packages that they push. Um, and it's it's very interesting to see those kinds of things. I always loved it when I worked at Kmart and they would run a deal on Matchbox cars where it was uh ten for ten dollars, yet they sold them regular price ninety nine cents. Mm-hmm. So they rose that rose the price a penny and called it a deal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it's like Apple's deals. Uh, <laughs> it's not not really uh, that yeah. great. Dave Ponder said that my my deal sounds like Macy's. He's right. They 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 were all like that. The only one I think that doesn't do that is Kohl's. Mm-hmm. Or they just like whatever it is, it is. We returned something to what was it to Amazon? Yeah, I think it was an Amazon return. Yeah, do it and through Kohl's. Yeah, every yeah. time you get a twenty five percent off coupon for Which anything we didn't in the use, store. We were like, I don't need anything. I, I don't even know what to do with this right Buy now. Buy a pair of pants. Buy a pair of pants. <laughs> That's what I did. I just what? Yeah, I guess so. Um, always use an extra pair of jeans. Yeah, it was just like a random thing. I was just like, well, you can return the Kohl's. and I will only return through Kohl's now because of that. Oh yeah, yeah. It, because why not? You get free money. Mm-hmm. And it's straight because you walk in because we are the ones in South Hills. And you walk in, and and we're like, well, where do I do this? And you'll see signs for Amazon returns. And then there's just like this desk on the corner of an aisle. And there's a lady there will come along eventually. 
And it's just like, wait, is this lady just doing Amazon returns? Do they get that many Amazon returns? They do, because you know what? They're the most convenient. Because have you tried returning something at the UPS store? Oh, my mm-hmm. God. You go in there, and it's a pain. You have to wait. And then once you get to the the thing, they want to charge you money to put it in a box. Mm-hmm. Whereas Kohl's will just send it out for you. Um, they saying, wanted to charge me money to return my item. Ponder saying uh, Kohl's was crazy on Black Friday. Carmen saying that he got a $220 tent for $75. Oh, wow. There you go. There's, there's your Black Friday wins right there. Yeah. I'm talking about Apple a moment ago. I only buy three gifts. Oh, three gifts? That's it. I, I've been anti-gift lately. I'm just like, I, I've been just not Christmasing. A lot. Well, I never do it yeah. until the last minute. You yeah, know? it's just. I'm uh, waiting until my paycheck because I, I got a big pay coming. So, oof, yeah, it's, all that's going it's to a tough. December's December is very tough for me. Yeah, um, on a few different levels. So. Why do we really need to give gifts though? Like, I wouldn't be. I would be happy if we all just like met for dinner. You know yeah. what I mean? Like a thanks, like another like Thanksgiving, a like a friends giving. Yeah, like I, I don't, I, I don't. Well, first off, I don't buy friends gifts, and I tell I them keep... that right off the bat. I said, you, you know, if they, you want to get me a gift, that's on you. Expect nothing in return. I'm the, I'm the worst. I always want to have a holiday party here at the studio. Then I think about like now, and it's like oh, it's too late to plan a holiday party. Why everybody, not? Has, everybody has plans. So what? Whoever shows up shows up. That's true. That's true. Make it a potluck type <sighs> of a deal. No gifts up. allowed. I haven't even put my tree up. I, I think I'm going to throw my tree all away. It, a little bit of a whatever over there. A little bit of fuzz. Whatever that's called. That what? red thing. What? What? what are you? What red thing? What? The red thing. What the fuzz. Thing? There's what a are fuzz. You pointing at. Are you pointing at the thing on Shawn Michaels? Yeah. The, with the hearts? Yes, that must be it. <laughs> He's got the fuzz around his neck. That's that's Christmassy looking. <laughs> I'll just, come wearing my sweater. He's just a sexy boy. Um, I had another story here. Um, somebody um, apparently has taken the Swift development tools and have developed so you can have an old school iPod, you know, with the click wheel and everything, Yes, on your iPhone. Oh, that got weird. Um, People don't realize how cool that was. The old, the the, oh, the wheel. Why is it playing? We will play now. There you go. That is. Uh, looks like an iPhone. You know, one of the new iPhone 10, 11 models uh, of some sort, and it does have the. You know, you're kind of sliding at the top the uh, album covers, uh, but it's got the click wheel. If I had the sound on, you hear the clicks um, on this when they uh, go to adjust. That's really thing. cool. So. Yeah, the fun little fun little interface, nice little throwback. There was somebody we were live streaming something up on uh, Allentown um, for. Uh, oh, it was like something on the hilltop. It was like a skeeter kind of thing, and with RE three sixty and the, the 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 main attraction for the night. He actually was all of his music for his songs that he sang to were on a classic iPod. Oh, that's cool. So you say, all right, I'm going to play this track next because it's a really kind of loose affair. And um and you just like and you see him going for, and and queuing up his next track and you'd hear the click wheel, <laughs> you that's know awesome. over over the PA <laughs> you know that he was yeah. singing through. I was just like, all right, that's nice and old school. So, oh boy. Um. So, anyways, you know what? The, that was such a nice feature. Like it was it was really easy to to navigate music. And honestly, I think it's easier to to scroll through mm-hmm. than it is to do this up we, and down motion we had one um i got i got missy a like 130 gig one mm-hmm. we still have yeah uh, they're long lasting yeah they, they lasted long we were able to put a lot of stuff on there um but you know that persistence you know when, when we came around to iphones kind of changed the game so also she might be i think she's spoiled by carplay 
Oh, uh, CarPlay. We ran, yeah. we ran into car when we went to North Carolina. I'm just like, I was gonna yep. get CarPlay. I was gonna buy it and have it installed in my car. But then now that I'm moving downtown and I'm gonna be walking all the time, it just won't be worth it. But I mean, it is so cool looking. Uh, Carmen says that it sounds like I'm a Festivus celebrant. Yes, <laughs> yes. Get ready for the airing of grievances. I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> we should just have a Festivus party. Jeez. Does anyone have a poll? Anyone in the chat room? Do you have a poll? We need a Festivus poll. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if I plan that uh, Sorgatron Media holiday. I mean, it's probably not going to be much. I'll, 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 why don't Why not do it after Christmas? Why does it have to be now? That's a lot true. of companies do have their holiday parties after the New Year because mm-hmm. they know everybody's too busy, and then they just wait for like a week or two after New Year's whenever everything's dead and nothing's going on and people are looking for things to do. Then you have a little party. And, that's true. That's and then true. it actually brightens people's spirits because they say that that's one of the most depressing times of the year. Mm. It's right after the holidays mm. because everything's gone. All of the lights are gone, but it's still very dark out and mm. there's nothing to do. And It's like two months of barren wasteland. Yeah. So yeah. people actually need something to brighten their mood. So that might be that might be your time, Sorg. That might be your time to shine. <laughs> there you go. Uh, anything else you want to you touch on here while we got you in studio? I don't know. I'm just... I, I say we're really short on on. Um, uh, we have these uh, board game. Yeah, I didn't get to open that up. What is, what yeah, is going so, on? With so, so I, I think it's going again. Not, I'm not a super board game person lately, um, but I, I have some friends who are, and I, I had uh, thrown one in here about these board games that have like apps okay. that go along with it, so you play part of the game. Uh, you know, with your phone, but they are physical board games. On top of it, we're talking like it's got listed here. Uh, uh, Fuse, Man- Mansions of Madness, Clank in Space. Uh, they have a Star Wars Imperial Assault one. There's uh, something called Stop Thief, and, which also kind of remind me. There's a Werewolf one um, that you can do because we, we've played a couple of these games, and and this seems to be to me a lot of these. You know, I'll play one of these videos to get a look at. Um, I've always felt like there's too much to keep track of. And maybe that's where like an app will help with that. Yeah. So hey, you land on this square. This is what this square means, kind of thing. That's interesting. So yeah, I mean that would be really helpful for someone like me because I refuse to read instructions mm-hmm. when it comes mm-hmm. to a game. I just want to play it. I don't want to sit there and read a manual before I play a game. Yeah, it's, it like it gets overcomplicated. I mean, but once you get past that, some of these are really fun. Yeah, like Munchkin or um, you know Catan. I hear people talking about. I don't think I've ever played it though. Um, you know, things like that, exploding kittens. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, and, and this one, oh, oh, I like this one because this one, uh, the uh, Star Wars Imperial Assault one, like the map is actually, the map, map that you lay out here is actually imitated on the, yeah, I, the I iPad that. too. So it will kind of go along with that. But it's still like a card game and everything uh, beyond that. So, Speaking of games, have you played any of the Alexa games? Hmm. They actually have games now built into I, I've heard of that. the A-Train. Yeah. And I've thought about investing in that, but I just don't ever, I don't mm-hmm. know if I'll ever do it. Yeah, I just kind of having the time. It's kind of like whenever I, I think about it, you know, it's just like not a time to, you know, I, I don't have enough downtime to be like, hey, A-Train, let's play a game and see what happens. Here's something interesting that, could that we could That could be a live feed. Yeah, here's an interesting story. It's not new, but I mean, it might be new. New to you. Uh, you can, so you remember how like Siri, when Siri first came out, she was a lot more interesting. She was sassy, and she would have comebacks and things like that, and now she's become extremely dull. Yeah. 
Well, Alex obviously has, has picked up the slack there in that regard, and she's she's got a lot of great comments. And one of the things that you can now do is you could actually set your Alexa up to insult and to insult you and to say mean things. So if I say A train, tell me something mean, like like she'll start ripping on NBA teams. Hmm. It's hilarious. And like like one of the things she would say is uh uh, you know where the magic is? Obviously not in Orlando. Like she has like these like mean burns that she just comes up with that are just really really brutal. Uh, one of the things was uh, she said uh, I think it was the Celtics. She said what did uh, what did Santa get the the naughty kid this year? Season tickets to the Cel- the Boston Celtics games. Like, wow, she's so uh, Amazon Echo insult comic. Yeah, like she's nasty mean with hmm. like some of these like teams and stuff. Uh, and then she also has an insult feature where you can say A train insult me. And it's this guy in a British accent who just rips on you and just says, like, the meanest things about you. It's pretty huh. great. Uh, so, yeah, there's some some fun things. She's become very sassy, and uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm digging it. I'm always asking her to insult me. It's, it's fun. Uh, from the chat room, uh, we were talking about the board games a moment ago. Uh, and uh, there's, a, there's a place over at Castle Shannon that's doing board games uh, called Drawbridge Games. If you're in the area, go check them out. Uh, and there's a lot of Festivus stuff. They're asking if I'll boop the internet at the Festivus party. You know about that, right? Wait, what's this again? If I, you're... Uh, well, what, we had some wrestlers get me drunk on the live feed a couple uh, oh, Christmas wow. ago. <laughs> and I fell out of the chair, threw up over here, and, oh, and apparently God. booped the internet. Um, I, I, It's the only time in my life I got blackout drunk and it happened on the internet live. That is hilarious. So there was that. Oh, um, God. So the only time that ever be... happened to me, I got promoted at work. <laughs> Or at least I got a raise, rather. I don't know what it did to our hits. <laughs> yeah. so, and we didn't have Google Ads uh, turned on or anything. So, yeah. Um, I lost my transition. Oh, hey. Uh, I did want to call attention to, again, something that just popped up that I did not read yet. But uh, if you go over to the Facebook group for um, Awesome Cast, uh, our friend Christopher Whitlatch had posted 10 tabletop games uh, more immersive than Dungeons & Dragons. So uh, go check that out. It's a GameRant.com article uh, that he has over on the group. So if you're down down with the board games, might be one for you to read. That and the uh, app-based board games, too. So Yeah. Uh, any recommendations? Uh, Brian is looking for a Nintendo DS. Yeah, yeah. If anybody knows, like, a really, really cheap one. I'm mm-hmm. talking, like, 50 bucks or less. I don't think, it's, I don't think there's going to be one for 50 bucks unless you get, like, a DS, not, like, a 2DS, 3DS, because uh, okay. that's, like, a different... Like the two DS, three DS. There's too many DSs. Why, well, why they, why well, they stopped one? and made a switch. So they're actually not making. They did. Any. They did make a switch. <laughs> yeah, they made. They literally made a switch. So, um, so no, you can probably get an older DS for a lot cheaper at, at this point. But I mean, it's, you're not going to get like the newer of the games, but you're going to get some pretty okay games. Yeah, there's some good Zeldas and everything on there. So probably a Mario Kart. So, um, wow. With that, it is time. We should probably get ready for the wrestling podcast. <laughs> uh, Brian Crawford pghmuseums.org i love i have something to plug for you now yeah makes it nice it felt weird it felt weird not having that <laughs> <laughs> oh we can buy a festivus pool on uh was that on amazon yep thank you for Excellent. that carmen so uh working people of course pghmuseums.org we talked a little bit about what's upcoming yeah yeah sorry i'm looking at this festivus pool it, it looks it's only 10 bucks mm. Only ten bucks. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah. We have some stuff coming up. Uh, we're going to be doing quarterly events starting uh, in twenty twenty. So our members will get discounts for that. And right now, right now, twenty five days. Right, there's twenty five days in December, and for all twenty five days, you can buy a PGH Museums membership for twenty five percent off. Mm. 
So it's only $15 for uh, a year's worth of discounts and members-only content and just supporting the most comprehensive directory of museums, galleries, and historic places in Mm -hmm. southwestern Pennsylvania. Um, I guess I should mention also, if you uh, maybe cross over with some of our other shows, we do have the Indie Wrestling Network that we do. That's usually five ninety nine a month. We actually have a Cyber Monday deal uh, with the code Cyber Monday twenty nineteen. I believe that's expiring at midnight tonight, this Tuesday. Uh, that you can get that for three months for two ninety nine a month, half price. Wow! As our special Cyber Monday we're rolling out, yeah, we put a little bit of an extension on that, you know, so. You know, we could throw that out around Raw and stuff last night. So, um, and if you're catching this Wednesday morning, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so it, it, from there, hey, check out SorgatronMedia.com. A lot of great stuff. Comic Book Pit was here last night. Um, they were having some fun talking about Star Wars, which I will be, I think, will be their next episode. I know the first of, of the recordings drop today, so please go check them out. Um, and of course, everybody else in the Sorgatron Media family. I know there was a new Thrifty, a new Bardic Mystery tours. And uh, speaking of Dungeon Dragons, and of course, Pittsburgh Current should be back this week with the recording on Thursday morning. So stay tuned for all of that. Thank you, Brian Crawford, for joining us. Thank you. And thank you, all of you, for being out there in the chat room and on the podcast. Please, again, share the show if you're digging what's going on uh, or become part of the Patreon. And, uh, and uh, you know, leave a review, all that kind of fun stuff that uh, helps the podcast world. Uh, we haven't really done a drive for that for a while. So really appreciate that if you do that. And uh, until then, you've been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.